The KDLM Sports Wrap. Joined today by Cal Soderquist from the Minnesota Timberwolves Radio Network. I understand the fans' anxiety and, and kind of sweating over that, but none of the players on this roster care about bringing in, you know, a, a very talented, uh, but young and raw 19 or 20 year old. Right. You know, they, they're not waiting and hoping that that's the salvation they need. Weekdays at 9 30 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! station you can count on. Welcome to the Kingdom Sports Wrap, everybody. On a Taco John's Taco Tuesday, 99-cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. Lots to talk about today, including day one of state baseball, state softball, state golf going on in St. Cloud, Mankato, and all across the, the, the metro for, for golf. Becker, Coon Rapids, the ridges of Sand Creek, in Jordan, lots going on. We're also second half of the wrap. We're going to talk about this uh, the, the newest controversy in baseball, and something I I I think the penalties for this should be harsher. So announced uh, yesterday, the penalties if a pitcher in Major League Baseball is caught with a foreign substance on his hand or in the bill of his cap or on his glove. If if t- to me. Using a foreign substance to increase your your ability, it's it's in the same category as steroids for me. And I don't think that pitchers will be given a harsh enough penalty if they are caught doctoring baseball. We'll talk about that second half of the wrap. Some big Vikings news yesterday. Daniil Hunter expected to be in camp today and possibly one other former Minnesota Viking to help anchor that defensive line that is going to see a huge boost from last season to this season. Let's rewind the last 24 hours in sports here, shall we? Rewind time. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to be in camp today. No, we're not talking Aaron Rodgers. They're they're still miles away over uh over over east of us. But Daniil Hunter, a guy who has been very frustrated uh just with injuries and 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 salary situation was holding out in a lot of questions surrounding the Vikings all-pro edge rusher on whether or not he would be traded, whether or not he would be back with this team, whether or not uh, a lot of questions surrounding Daniil. But a huge one answered last night. Ian Rappaport from NFL Network uh, revealing that the Vikings have restructured Daniil Hunter's contract. Significant money will be moved from the back end of his contract into a signing bonus this season. $5.6 million. 
making Daniil Hunter happy, and that will get him to Egan today. Rappaport also revealing that Hunter's new deal includes $18 million of roster bonus on the fifth day of the league year in 2022. Uh, the Vikings had $15.6 million in cap space before restructuring Hunter's contact, which should lead to either an, extra, an extension or a trade-out of Minnesota next offseason. So we get at least one more year of Daniil Hunter. He missed the entire season last year with that uh, that tweak in his neck. Remember that tweak that uh, turned into a, a, a season-ending injury uh didn't attend any otas or any voluntary spring work workouts as he's trying to get this contract worked out skipping those sessions cost him upwards of one hundred thousand dollars according to nfl network which notes that hunter has has, has long desired a new contract he signed a five-year 72 million dollar deal in 2018 uh but it was a, a back-ended loaded contract and he didn't uh didn't want that anymore Hunter going to report to the start of minicamp today, uh, which leaves the question if he's going to participate in on-field workouts or not. Not exactly sure where the neck situation is. Hunter, 14 and a half sacks in 2018 and 2019, got Pro Bowl honors both of those seasons. Uh, when he's healthy, he's uh, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. And there were a lot of questions last year surrounding the Vikings' defensive line. We know that Daniil Hunter will be back, and it appears that the Vikings are also going to add some more depth to the defensive line. Uh, Jack Day of KFAN.com, the Vikings, while reporting earlier today that the Vikings were interested in a reunion with defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson. Richardson was cut by the Cleveland Browns after they signed Jadavian Clowney. Richardson was with the Vikings in 2018, four and a half sacks, but decided to sign with the Cleveland Browns following the offseason. There, there there, were some some some. Some character issues with Richardson, kind of on a prove-it deal with the Vikings, that one-year contract. Got a three-year, $36 million deal with the Cleveland Browns. They released him, and now uh, the Vikings investing in their defense once again. They've spent $45 million over the past two off-seasons on defensive tackles. Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson, and now potentially... Sheldon Richardson going to fit in as a rota- a rotational pass rusher guy. And now here you, you look at the Vikings defense and some of the names on this defense and Mike Zimmer has to be a happy guy this morning. Daniil Hunter is back. You've got your your the the middle of that defensive line solidified in your your new big guy in Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce who didn't play last year opted not to play due to COVID concerns. Potentially Sheldon Richardson Eric Hendricks, Anthony Barr, Harrison Smith, Xavier Woods. You bring in guys like Patrick Peterson and Breezy Breland, Cameron Dantzler. You bring back Mackenzie Alexander. Those are some big names <laughs> on this Vikings defense, a Vikings defense that did have a lot of growing to do last year. And they and they did. Cam Dantzler, Jeff Gladney, those guys on, on the back end of that defense. But Bashad Breland, Patrick Peterson, Xavier Woods teaming up with Harrison Smith. You bring McKelly Alexander back. You've 100% revamped that defensive line. Because Hunter, the, the Hunter signing is, is at this point, it's pretty much like a free agent signing, isn't it? He didn't play at all last year. You did not have Daniel Hunter. You did not have Dalvin Tomlinson. You did not have Michael Pierce. You did not have Sheldon Richardson. And now you get all those guys on that defensive line, 
my goodness, this this is going to be one of those black and blue Vikings defenses that we've come to to know and expect, not just at the NFC North, but also a a a, a beat 'em up, eat 'em up Mike Zimmer defense. Everyone's talking about how exciting the offense is going to be with Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. But man, this defense from Minnesota looking very, very good right now, at least on paper. And the 1-0 pitch, a line drive, rocket right center field trouble. Gordon at the wall, jumps up, and it's gone. Uh, Jake Bowers' home run off Robles has given the Mariners a 4-3 eighth inning lead. And that was the final score last night. Twins fall in a late one to Seattle, four to three. Twins now twenty six and forty face the Mariners again tonight. Good news for the Twins is Alex Kirilov and Gilberto Celestino each hit a home run last night, and Kenta Maeda looked really good in his first start in a while, coming off the injured list. Allowed just one run over four innings last night. Rocco Baldelli talked about Rocco's return uh, after the game last night. Kenta settled in pretty nicely. I think the best part of his outing was the latter part of his outing. Uh, he looked good. I think uh, he, when he began out there, he looked like he was still finding himself. And and when Wes chatted with him, he basically said he felt he felt really good. He felt strong, maybe even too much so. You know, like I said, he he found himself. He was probably uh, playing with about. 75 or 80 pitches roughly, but we were going to watch and see how he went. If everything went very smoothly, might have ticked up from there. But overall, it gave us four good innings. Overall, I thought it was a good uh, first outing back for him. And on top of that, the stuff looked good. He got some swings and misses and it looked like he was throwing the ball, uh, you know, at a noticeably different level than, uh, than when he first was dealing with these issues. Some other surprising news on the the Twins front uh, announced yesterday the first All-Star ballot update. And a guy who has not played since May 6th is, as of right now, an American League starter. That'd be Byron Buxton, who hasn't played since May 6th. Should be back soon. He's been getting some rehab at-bats at AAA St. Paul. But Byron Buxton, as of right now, is still top three in the American League for outfield voting. He had an absolutely killer start to the season before injuring that hip. And that's the, the the big controversy is 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 you look at AL outfielders right now, you've got Byron Buxton who hasn't played much because he's been hurt. You've got Mike Trout who hasn't played much because he's been hurt, and you've got Aaron Judge. Those three guys if 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 it was back in in May, beginning of May, absolutely, you you put those three guys in. Do I think Byron Buxton deserves an All Star nod? Uh, based on a guy that's got fewer than a hundred at bats this season, I'm gonna, as a Twins fan, I'd, I'd say yes because the rule in Major League Baseball is everybody, every team needs to be represented. <laughs> Who, other than Byron Buxton, do you think deserves a spot on the American League All-Star team? Nelson Cruz as a DH? The All-Star game is in Colorado, so there's not going to be a a DH in the game. Cruz, 13 home runs, leads the Twins. Or tied for the team lead, excuse me. Miguel Sano also has 13. Sano also has 32 RBI. Miguel Sano actually leads Major League Baseball in home runs since May 15th. So there's that. 
we know it's not going to be a pitcher. Maybe Taylor Rogers, Barrios, maybe. Barrios leads the team and wins ERA and strikeouts. Who? <laughs> oh, I didn't think I'd be talking about this, but other than Buxton, maybe Barrios. But is Barrios? I mean, everybody's got to have one guy. That's 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 the rule. And so now, as as we as we work closer to the All Star break, the question is. It, 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 it playing devil's advocate is Jose Barrios still going to be on the Minnesota Twins come the All Star break? Because at some point you're going to have to cut your losses and start trading some of these guys. I said it at, the, at this time last week. If you can win four to six on that homestand against New York and Houston, maybe maybe bide your time in selling. But you 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 lost four of six against those two teams. He lost to Seattle last night. At some point, Twins need to face reality. They're 15 games out of first place on June 15th. I didn't want this to take such a negative turn because we were talking about Byron Buxton potentially beating the All-Star game with fewer than 100 at-bats. Starting the All-Star game with fewer than 100 at-bats. And now I just I just keep circling the drain on on keeping keeping the sports rap positive. Although it's 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 been pretty hard to do that as of late. Live look at the AL Central right now. A fun one last night. Game of the night. Chicago White Sox and Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay comes out and on top of that one five to two last night. Cleveland beats Baltimore four to three. Detroit beats the Kansas City Royals ten to two. So. As of right now, White Sox, despite the loss, still have the lead in the American League Central, now four and a half games over Cleveland. White Sox are 41 and 25. Indians are 35 and 28. You've got the Royals now 10 and a half games back of Chicago. Detroit, with the uh, the win last night and the Twins loss, now in fourth place in the American League Central. 27 and 39 Twins, 15 games out of first place at 26 and Forty and maybe the, the the topic we'll talk about tomorrow is is I've seen uh, it, an article about yeah we'll, we'll we'll save this for tomorrow but I want to touch on it real quick right now is is who the most disappointing team in baseball has been so far this season and right away Twins fans are going to say obviously it's the two time defending American League champion Minnesota Twins and I I would potentially agree as well. 26 and 40. But the rest of the baseball world will say, you know what? It's the New York Yankees. They're nine games out of first place behind a, a torrid Tampa Bay team. And Boston has 40 wins already. The Yankees are 33 and 32, a game above 500. And they're nine games behind Tampa Bay. Like all I saw on Facebook and social media last night was, oh, the Yankees are back down to fourth place. In the AL East, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll, we'll save it. Who the more disappointing team has been? The Twins or the fourth place New York Yankees, who took two of three games from the Twins last week? Real quick, talking about NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. The Hawks and Clippers both even their series last night. Trey Young, 25 points, 18 assists. 
Those are like Rajon Rondo numbers as the Hawks defeated the 76ers 103-100 in Game 4 in Atlanta. Hawks even that series at two games apiece. And in the other series, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George had 31 points each, which is what they brought those guys in to do as the Clippers took down the Utah Jazz 118-104 Game 4 in Los Angeles as L.A. evens their season or their series at two games apiece. Tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks going to visit the new, or not the New Jersey Nets, they haven't been the New Jersey Nets in forever, the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> for Game 5 of that series. And the Brooklyn Nets going to be very, very, very shorthanded tonight. Both Kyrie Irving with that ankle injury and James Harden both ruled out for tonight's game in Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving suffered that anger suffered suffered that ankle injury during Brooklyn's Game Four loss. Head coach Steve Nash says uh, he has no idea when his star guard will be available. A lot of people uh, early predictions are saying at least four to six weeks for Kyrie Irving. Meanwhile, James Harden uh, still absent after suffering a hamstring injury on the opening play of the series. He hasn't played since. They're saying that James Harden needs to have uh, at least three good physical practices before he is going to be back on the court. And he hasn't had one yet. And so now you're looking at at, at Kevin Durant again, having to be the guy. <laughs> Against Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, and the uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks, Game Five is tonight in the NHL. One game last night. Mark Andre Fleury now fourth all time in the NHL history in playoff wins. He gets another one last night. Twenty eight saves as the Vegas Golden Knights dominate the Montreal Canadiens four to one last night. Shea Theodore had a goal and assist as Vegas took Game One of their Stanley Cup semifinal series. Tonight, the Lightning back in action on home ice, taking on the Islanders in Game 2. New York has a 1-0 lead in that series after winning Game 1, 2-1 on Sunday. Second half of the sports wrap, we're going to dive into uh, into some baseball news. With the be, being revealed yesterday, the, the punishment, the penalty for Major League Baseball pitchers that are caught using a banned substance... And I think, personally, the punishment needs to be much more harsh, much more severe than what it actually is going to be. We'll talk about that second half of the wrap here on KDLM. I'm Patrick Claibon with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Patriots were holding out hope Stephon Gilmore would show up for their mandatory minicamp. Instead, Gilmore will be a holdout. Gilmore did not show up Monday for day one of New England's minicamp as he seeks a new contract. The All-Pro cornerback will earn $7 million this season in the final year of his current deal. On the flip side, Vikings Pro Bowl defensive end Daniel Hunter will not hold out after agreeing to a reworked deal that will pay him an added $5.6 million in 2021. First overall pick Trevor Lawrence was limited by a hamstring injury at Jags camp Monday. The team says the injury isn't serious and they are just being overly cautious with the quarterback. Meanwhile, second overall pick Zach Wilson will have a big target back after receiver Jamison Crowder agreed to a reworked deal with the Jets. And former Seahawks linebacker Shaquem Griffin will take part in Broncos minicamp this week on a tryout basis. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The sound of a dad at Lowe's is the sound of a happy dad. This Father's Day, get a great value on the Craftsman 20-volt cordless two-tool combo kit, now $99. 
and the American Gourmet by Charbroil Two Burner Gas Grill for $118. You have to hear it to believe it. This Father's Day, let Dad loose at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, Craftsman Combo Kit offer valid 610 through 84. American Gourmet Two Burner Gas Grill offer valid 610 through 623, U.S. only. Napa know-how. Celebrate Dad all month at Napa with the Evercraft 100-piece screwdriver set for $19.99. To a regular person, that might seem like an excessive number of screwdrivers. But to Dad, that's just being prepared. Like buying a paper map in case the GPS goes rogue. That's the Evercraft 100-piece screwdriver. Driver set for $19.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating locations while supplies last. Offer ends 63021. There's no question where you'll find the freshest fruits and vegetables from garden to table and quite a few homegrown varieties. Your 24 hour Detroit Lake Central Market is the clear choice for your family. When you select produce from Central Market, you're choosing from the best of the best. We pride ourselves on featuring only the highest quality choices for your family. If it doesn't meet our standards, you won't find it here at Central Market's Produce Department. Plenty of organic choices as well. Stop in today. Central Market is the fresh place in Detroit Lakes. Changing the flooring in any room in your house can bring a whole new look and vibe to your home. Cabinets Plus Flooring offers laminate, luxury vinyl planking, sheet vinyl, carpet, and so much more. These changes can be made to any room in your house. Flooring can make your living room, kitchen, bedroom, or any room into your favorite room in the house. Visit Cabinets Plus Flooring showroom today at 1632 Dan Street or at CabinetsPlusDL.com or call 218-234-0042. That's 234-0042. It's time once again for Twins Minute. I'm Chris Atterbury. Kenta Maeda threw just over 50 pitches in his rehab start with St. Paul. He hadn't pitched on a big league mound since May 22nd, battling a forearm issue and a groin issue. And after a 33-pitch first inning, it looked like it was going to be a short night, and that wasn't good. But he figured it out, and he dialed it in, gave up one run over four innings, and here's his take on the night. Oh, no. I'm you know, I'm happy to be back um, from the IL. The pitch count went up. Uh, that's something that I should be able to fix uh, next outing. But overall, the all my pitches were there today. Um, I think it was a, a great pitching in general. Again, it started rough with one out. He walked the bases loaded in the first, got out of that jam. He gave up a run in the third, gave up three hits in that inning. But got out of any further harm. He struck out seven, walking those three in four innings. Good to have Maeda back in the rotation. This is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. No one can predict the future. If you or a loved one experience a life-changing event and are faced with the decision of entering a long-term care facility, financial planning is of utmost importance. This is Denise Fett with West Joe's Funeral and Cremation Services in Detroit Lakes. Funeral expenses can be paid ahead of time as well as the planning. Please contact me at 847-7279 to discuss the best option for you. West Joe's Funeral and Cremation Services of Detroit Lakes. You connected with local businesses in the Lakes area. Get connected to Wild Rice Electric, creating connections with its members since 1939. That's the power of your co-op. That's the power of Wild Rice Electric. Get connected to DL Disposal, providing garbage service for both commercial and residential customers throughout Detroit Lakes and the surrounding area. Give Travis a call today at 218-850-9944.
This is Damon Amendolara with a CBS Sports Minute. Sponsored by Lexicon, your holistic provider of practice management software and legal support services. Oh, no. The gag. It's happening. Or at least it happened. Game four goes to the Hawks last night to make this series 2-2, but it should have been 3-1 Sixers heading back to Philly to close things out at game five because those Sixers had an 18-point lead last night and blew it. Turnovers, 12 of them, missed shots, and terrible decisions cost them last night. Doc Rivers groaned over the hero ball being played by his team post-game, and that's a nice way to put it. And the Sixers will rue this game four if they blow this series. It was there in their hands, and they fumbled it away. This is Damon Amendolara. Don't miss the inventory surplus sale at Dynamic Homes in Detroit Lakes. Dynamic Homes is releasing surplus overstocked and damaged inventory. All items are sold as is. Don't miss out. Stop in from 8 to noon at Dynamic Homes on Roosevelt Avenue in Detroit Lakes, Saturday, June 26th. Some of the items include vinyl and LP siding, cabinets, windows, floor coverings, doors, mirrors, millwork, and more. Don't miss the inventory surplus sale at Dynamic Homes in Detroit Lakes, Saturday, June 26th from 8 to noon. Here's your KDLM weatherology forecast. Plentiful sunshine in store for today, love highs working up into the lower part of the 80s. Then for tonight, mostly clear, dropping back to a low of 61. Wednesday, sunny to partly cloudy, a slight chance for an isolated storm into the afternoon with highs up to 88 degrees. Thursday, we're back to a good deal of sunshine, reaching a high of 83. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Don't get me wrong. Lambeau Field is a historic venue in NFL history. But look at what we have in Minnesota with U.S. Bank Stadium. Look at what they built in Los Angeles. Look what they built in Las Vegas. Look what they built in Atlanta. Compared to those multi-billion dollar stadiums, it doesn't matter how much history is at Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field is a dump. Weekdays at 930 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Thirteen forty, Katie Lem, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the Katie Lem Sports Wrap on a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Don't forget, ninety-nine cent hard shell beef taco is at Taco John's all day long today. So, if you've been paying t- attention to uh, to Major League Baseball, you've known that something's been brewing when it comes to to the the way that pitching has just been so dominant. Two years after the Minnesota Twins, the Minnesota Twins set the single-season home run record with the Bomba squad. There was some complaints two years ago when all those home runs were were being given up from some of the, the big pitching stars. Justin Verlander, most notably, was complaining that Major League Baseball changed the baseballs to get more lift. And now it appears that the exact opposite was happening. One of the excuses that uh, pitchers have been using, Trevor Bauer said this uh, a couple weeks ago, was that Major League Baseball changed their baseballs again, making the stitching bigger, which provides more movement on the baseball when the ball is pitched, also creating more drag when the ball is hit, which produces fewer home runs was the excuse that Trevor Bauer, who is also 
in the middle of this banned substance controversy gave to uh, to a Fox Sports reporter a couple weeks ago. But there there appears to be something even bigger at at the root of of all of this. Something that hasn't been allowed since the 1910s, 1920s, which which baseball fans affectionately call the dead ball era because balls just didn't have any lift. And then all of a sudden, bam, Babe Ruth's hitting 50, 60 home runs in a season. And that would be foreign substances applied to baseballs, whether that's sunscreen or pine tar or this spider stick substance that... Uh, that the Yankees have been accused of having in their pitchers, gloves, and on their hands and stuff. Super glue, band-aids, sticky stuff, tape. And there's always the the great Joe Necro <laughs> nail file clip that you see every once in a while back from 87. And that, that was not so much putting a substance on a baseball as much as he says filing his nails so we could throw that knuckleball. Major League Baseball going to start cracking down, kind of, on pitchers using foreign substances. I mean, there's a reason that the spitball isn't used anymore, because you would use saliva to make the baseball rotate differently. Can't do that anymore. Major League Baseball announcing yesterday that it will suspend any players caught with any foreign substance for 10 days with pay to help curtail the widespread use of grip enhancers by pitchers around the league. That's according to ESPN.com. 10-day suspension with pay. So basically what Major League Baseball is doing is saying, you know what, if if you want to cheat, go ahead and do it, and you get a 10-day vacation. (laughs) It's what Major League Baseball is saying. To me, using a foreign substance on a baseball is equal to injecting yourself with steroids and HGH. It's it's using something that, an outside product that is helping your performance. If you are caught using steroids in baseball, if you test positive for a banned substance inside your body, you are suspended for 50 games. And the Twins have seen this a couple times. Jorge Polanco, you may remember, was suspended for steroids. Michael Pineda had a diuretic that he was using for weight loss with some banned substance, and he was banned. Nelson Cruz was suspended 50 games back in like 2012, 2013 for using performance-enhancing drugs when he was playing for the Texas Rangers. 50 games for your first penalty, 100 games for a second offense, and a lifetime suspension for a third. A three-time offender can seek reinstatement after two years away from the game. For hitters or or pitchers, pitchers use steroids too. Look at the whole Roger Clemens Controversy. That's the main reason Roger Clemens is not in the Hall of Fame yet, is because he has a steroids, HGH, clouded past. Now let's fast forward for a minute, 15 years, when guys like Garrett Cole 
and Trevor Bauer are on the Hall of Fame ballot. Are people not going to vote those guys potentially, this is a long way in the future, vote those two guys into the Hall of Fame because they are at the center of this banned substance on baseball's controversy? Ten games with pay for cheating, for making your pitches unhittable by putting a foreign substance on the baseball And if you get caught, they're kind of saying no big deal. Josh Donaldson also kind of at the center of this controversy. He says he's got video and evidence of of, a list, a spreadsheet, if you will, of a bunch of different players, pitchers, cheating. he's, He's got a list of who does it. He wants to release this list. That's why he wore the, uh, the, the rib protector when he faced Garrett Cole and the Yankees last week. Ten games with pay for cheating in Major League Baseball. For doctoring baseball, something that's been frowned upon for years. And now everyone's in an uproar about it, and Major League Baseball is like, all right, you want us to do something about it? Here's what we'll do. We'll say you you get a 10-day paid vacation. And yeah, you'll be in the news a little bit for for cheating. But you know what? Just come back. Take your 10 days off. Get healthy. Get rested. Turn off the news. Don't listen to the sports rap. And you'll be fine. It is absolutely ridiculous. Because the, the, here, here's the two difference differences for me when it comes to steroids and HGH and putting, you know, spider tack on a baseball. At least when you use steroids, you can plead some kind of ignorance. Look at look at look at Michael Pineda's excuse when Mike Pineda and Jorge Polanco too. When when those two guys received their performance enhancing drug suspensions, their argument was well. There was something inside something I was taking. That was Mike Pineda's big excuse. He was he was taking a diuretic to lose some weight. Wanted to shed some pounds. Was taking some weight loss pills. And inside these weight loss pills was a banned substance by Major League Baseball. He tested positive when tested for it. Bam. 50-game suspension. That lasted a good chunk of last year in the shortened 2020 season as well. At least when you when you do that, you can plead some kind of ignorance. But if you are putting a banned substance on a baseball... You don't have that argument. You can't say, I don't know how that sunscreen got all over my fingers and now it's I'm using it to to up my spin rate. I don't know how that pine tar got on the inside of my, of my glove that I'm rubbing all the time. You don't have that argument. You are knowingly disrespecting the game when you are are doing that. I'm, I'm not I'm not sweeping steroids under the rug. I'm 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 not trying to make an argument for those Mitchell Report guys, for the guys that have been banned because of steroids. I'm not making excuses for them. They have their own excuses as to why they've been suspended for 50, 100, two years worth of baseball games. But if you are putting that substance on a baseball, you are you you know that you're doing it. 
There is a reason that the league's ERA has climbed exponentially over the last two weeks. Looking at Brandon Warren's Twitter from Access Twins yesterday, good friend of the show, he put a uh, a a a week by week stat on his Twitter yesterday of what the ERA by starting pitchers around the league looked like from 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 May 24th through May 30th the league wide starting pitcher ERA was 3.60 the next week beginning on May 31st when this stuff kind of started coming out the pitchers were doctoring baseballs the <laughs> the league ERA jumped from 3.60 to 4.58 which is the highest it's been all season long last week it rose even more to 4.64 league-wide ERA by starting pitchers. So when people are are now taking notice of pitchers putting banned substances on baseballs, is it a coincidence that the league ERA rose by like a run and a half since this news came out? But it's okay. Don't worry, everybody, because... People caught cheating. Pitchers, excuse me, pitchers caught cheating. Going to get that 10-day paid vacation. Can't wait. It's finger licking good. Sweet. Dude. All right, I'm going to hop off my soapbox, and we're going to talk uh, positive again. Postseason spring sports for high school athletics. A lot going on today, including the beginning of the state baseball and softball tournament games of local interest going on today. We are moments away from Sabika versus New York Mills in the Class A tournament. That's at Dick Putts Field in St. Cloud. New York Mills, the two seed in the tournament. They're twenty-one and two, taking on Sabika. They are sixteen and eight. Same field tonight. Wadena Deer Creek, the champions of Class Eight Two A. They're going to take on Plainview Elgin Millville at five o'clock tonight. In Class 8-3A, for those interested, uh, the the Lakers section champions, Sartell St. Stephen. They play at uh, the Mini-Met in Jordan today at 3 o'clock. In state softball, Sabika going to take on Randolph. Randolph, the number one seed. That's in Mankato at 3 o'clock. Sabika 18-6 overall. Browerville, undefeated Browerville, the three seed, going to take on Wabasha Kellogg at 3 o'clock. On our sister station, 102.3 KRCQ, the Holly Nuggets down at the state tournament in Mankato. David Kinderman will bring you the action on KRCQ at 1 o'clock as Holly battles Lesur Henderson. Lesur Henderson, the number one overall seed at 21-1 and one on the season. Champions of 8-3A, just like in baseball, uh, Sartell taking on Winona if you want to pay attention to what's going on with the Class 8-3A champions. State golf also happening today as well. Three Lakers golfing today. Uh, Laura Silty and McKenna Mallow, they're on the course right now uh, out golfing in the individual portion of the girls' 3A tournament. For the 3A boys, Ian Simonich of Moorhead, Pine de Palm champion and uh, candidate for Mr. Minnesota Golf. He's going to tee off at 121 this afternoon. Uh, for Class 2A girls, a number of, of, of girls competing individually today, in, in, including Mallory Belka of Purim, the junior. She's uh, on the course right now 
in Jordan at the ridges of Sand Creek, as is Adriana Dickey of Staples Motley, Ivy Tickle of Holly, Ava Schreiner of Staples Motley, and Madison Meninga of Park Rapids all golfing individually today. Class 2A boys, one Laker down there, the 8-2A medalist, Lucas Justison, he's going to tee off at 1.30 this afternoon. He's a group behind Marcus Belka, the junior from Purim, who is going to tee off at 121. We'll keep our eyes on some some teams as well. Section champions down at State. Park Christian of Moorhead is down at State. West Central Area is at State. Fertile Beltrami, those are three teams all in Class A. In Class 2A, the Staples Motley Cardinals are down there competing as a team. The boys are. Uh, the Fergus Falls girls team is down at State. And, of course, uh, champions of Section A3A for both boys and girls. The Alexandria Cardinals both at State as well. Stay tuned to KDLM throughout the day for updates on state golf. You can also uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, at KDLMRadio.com as well for updates on the state baseball, softball, and golf tournaments. Coming up on KDLM tonight, we're going to have some Twins baseball. Game two of that three-game series against the Seattle Mariners after the Twins took a 4-3 to loss last night. Tonight, it's Jay Happ on the hill for the Twins. He's 3-2 and with a 5.75 ERA He'll be countered by Chris Flexen of Seattle. He's 5-3 and three with a 4.68 ERA pregame show at 8.30. Late one for the West Coast, 9-10 tonight as the 26-40 and 40 Twins battle the 33-35 and 35 Seattle Mariners. Find the full broadcast schedule online at kdlmradio.com. That's a wrap for the Sports Wrap. We're back tomorrow morning, 9.30 on the station. You can count on KDLM joined on a Wolves Wednesday by Cal Soderquist. And we'll break down some of these amazing playoff matches, including a recap of tonight's game, which is the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Brooklyn, no James Harden, no Kyrie Irving for the Nets tonight. You're in tune to KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Quick CBS news break, and then those classic hits start on KDLM.